Hello and welcome to the What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, and Hughes. This is episode three and it is a fantastic conversation that I'm having with Jerry Douglas Scott. I've known Jerry for a couple of years now. I have to honestly say I don't know her that well, but she is one of my most fam- favourite people that I don't know that well, if you can resonate with that. And in this conversation, Jerry actually we had obviously planned to do it and she had more than one thing that she knew for sure. So it could have perhaps been a longer conversation. But in this, I would say if we were to sum up, she had five things that she knew for sure. And a huge part of it is about equality, which I think resonates with hopefully the whole world. But it certainly resonates with anybody who has ever felt marginalised or excluded in their lives or that their lifestyle or their race or their gender or their sexuality, anything like that has ever made them feel as if they are not getting a fair chance. And, you know, at first, at the very kickoff, she talks about how equality will never be achieved by treating everyone the same. And we then go off on a lovely meander down that road and what that means to Jerry. Jerry also has been on Ignite the Radio Show, my radio show that I've been doing for the last few years. And if you would like to hear a wee bit more from Jerry, again, a fantastic radio show. Um, she was on show number 68, which was on the 2nd of September 2019, so well over a year ago now. But it is saved on my Mix Cloud. Just go in there and search uh, and use Ignite and you'll be able to go all the way back and find that one. Let's enjoy our conversation with Jerry. Hello and welcome, Jerry, to What Do You Know For Sure podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Anne, for asking me. Uh-huh. And tell us about you, Jerry. Uh, my name is Jerry Douglas Scott, and I'm one of the first two women to be married in Scotland. And today, the 15th of December, was the day that it all happened in 2014. Oh, congratulations. Happy anniversary. Today and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Um, so I'm a lesbian mother of five children, yep. age 40 down to 28, steps and stairs for, um, I was going to say, Four of them are mine, but <laughs> I gave birth to three of them, and Susan, my partner, gave birth to two, and uh, they're all amazing people that are making incredible differences in the world, so proud mammy, that's yeah, me. That's you, that's you, and you have actually been on Ignite the Radio Show, and so before we were recording this today, and that was a way back in the 2nd of September 2019, so quite a while ago. But this is a question yes. I would have asked you very briefly then, so I listened to your answer this morning, so... I know this is an answer that can change for people often. So tell me this, Jerry. What do you know for sure? Oh, I wish I knew for sure what I said in September 19 because I have absolutely no memory. <laughs> <laughs> Today, what I know for sure is that equality for people will never be achieved in any culture any community, any society, for any individual, by treating everyone the same. That I know for sure. Right, so so explain more. Explain, take us further down that. What do you mean? I mean equality in terms of people having the same opportunities, people having the same rights, people having... Um, 
equal chances in life. Mm-hmm. You know, people think, oh, right, we'll treat everybody the same and then, you know, that'll be, everybody will be treated equal. But what I've learned over the years is that actually, no, we need to treat each person differently. Each person in an individual and unique way mm. in order to meet their needs, in order to make equality a reality for all. Yeah, and I get that. And how I would relate that to things that, that I'm passionate about probably would be about education and how they would say that there's an equality. Everybody can go to uni if they work hard enough. And that is just not the reality if you live in a house that where you haven't got any electricity and there is not very much to eat and your parents aren't equipped to help you learn then how do you have the same opportunity as a child who has two very educated parents who goes to a private school you know who has everything provided for them in order to make learning easy and so I really get that you can treat everybody the same that really does resonate with me. Absolutely. Where else would you see that in the world? Where would be the pe- the place where that would be, where equality would be most important to you? To my second thing of what I feel as though I know for sure, and that is that women mm. are the biggest globally untapped resource, mm-hmm. and the lid is kept on people and it's kept in place by the lack of education by poverty, mm-hmm. by lack of access to water yep. and fertility rights uh. and period issues, you know, all the things and, and and men in grey suits and not that many of them actually because yep. there's a lot of good guys out there, good men out there um, and I've met, and particularly this year, I don't know what it is, but the universe has introduced three amazingly gorgeous males into my life and made me realise, no, it's all about all, it's not about all men. Um, it's about, I don't know, just inequality again and mm-hmm. about the fact that it's an untapped resource. That was the words, my key words. Yeah. Women are an untapped resource. Can you imagine what this world would be like if they all, if we all had equal opportunities for education, for clean water, for food, for feeding our families, for um, control over our own um, sexuality and sex lives and fertility, um, I just think it would be a different world. It would, be. and I know that for sure that it would be a different world mm. if women were allowed to fulfil their potential. And like so much, I mean, I talk often about compassion and I know you're you're massively a very compassionate person and the work that a lot of the work that you do entails a lot of compassion. So I know you're on that page with me, but I remember Wayne Dyer used to say that if you talk compassion for an hour a week in school, you would change the world in a generation. So when you talk about equality, <clears throat> do you think that's something that we will see in our lifetimes? Or do you think it's something that will take a massive time to change? Because if I think in my mother's life, it's, it was very, very different to mine. And that was based on her gender and also on her her class and her lack of opportunity. You know, she had to leave school at 15 and get a job. She had no other option. Mm-hmm. 
How quickly do you see? Have a have a wish, have a hope. Is there a tension between the speed at which you want this to happen and the, the quality mm. that you want to achieve? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if I would put a time scale on it. Because I think you're talking about changing the hearts and the minds and the souls of individuals and then of communities and then of societies and then of populations and then of the, you know, the global, the whole world, you know. Mm-hmm. So how long will it take? How long is a piece of string? Mm. I don't know. And where in our own lives have you got, I don't know if you would have an opinion on it, but where in our own lives can we do more? You know, it starts with me, nothing happens in isolation sort of a feeling. Where in our lives can we be championing equality, do you think? In every single thought, in every mm-hmm. single word, and in every single action. Mm-hmm. Um, this also has linked to my third thing, actually, about you're doing this very well, reading my mind, about what I feel as though I know for sure. And that is that empathy, mm. compassion, respect, or as I call it, unconditional positive regard, and authenticity, all those things introducing and living all those things as we go along and everything we do and think, mm-hmm. I think that'll be take as a step towards it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think... What I would want to avoid is projectitis, mm. you know. So let's do a project on mindfulness in schools, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing and is happening. Mm-hmm. But can only be one part of a whole global effort mm-hmm. to bring compassion and kindness and empathy and equality Mm. to the world you Mm. know let's not concentrate on just one project or two projects found another one recently which i thought was wonderful and that was people as books so i'm now going to be a book Mm. the people go to the library and borrow a book and you just sit one-to-one like this and share your stories you know so you maybe pick a book of a pet you know the person that you're choosing or the book that you're choosing as somebody whose life you have no idea about or somebody that you would normally avoid, mm-hmm. you know? So, a lesbian? Well, I'd normally avoid speaking to somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a chance to actually speak to a real-life person. Yeah. You know, so I think all of those things in individual initiatives are magical and wonderful and powerful. But again, all individual levels or a school class level, but it has to hit all the bases across the whole world. So how long is that going to take? I know. I know, because, I mean, I know you you live down in Ayrshire and I'm in Glasgow, obviously, and inequality is everywhere. And, Absolutely. And I think, if anything, obviously we're recording this in December 2020, so if anything, the pandemic and coronavirus has just shown us that time and time and time again, that you know, inequality is a a stain on our society. The fact people queue at food banks is a stain on our society. And it just, the gulf just seems to get larger, doesn't it? Yes. And gulfs, (laughs) talking of gulfs, um, the other thing I felt I know for sure 
I've got one more after this. Mm-hmm. This one is that I, with all my heart and soul, believe and know to be true that war will never bring peace. No. no. I don't no. even want to say anything else. War will never bring peace, either peace for individuals or communities or countries or the world. And there's enough evidence out there over thousands of years to show that to be true. So it's not just my opinion, I believe. It's history showing it to be true. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know for sure that I want, I want the world to look at what's happened during this pandemic and know it's the values that have been highlighted through the terrible deprivations and suffering and loss, that their values are what's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And I'll add that as health as well. I haven't had a health scare recently. If you haven't got your health, you've got bugger all. It really helps That's- you put the world in perspective when you have to worry about your health, doesn't it? You've got that. If you're not getting your health, you've got nothing. You're dead. Mm. Yeah. Can I add one more? Because I know we're coming yep. to the time. Um, I know with all my heart and soul and brain and mind and emotion, I know that Susan Douglas Scott loves me mm. and that I love Susan Douglas Scott. Oh, perfect. Jerry, will I tell you what you said in September 2019? You said that love is the only thing that matters. Ah, yes. But you sort of ended with that. To know, to love and to know we are loved, is that not the greatest thing of all? Absolutely. And I wanted, although all those other things I talked about were a form of love. Yeah. You know, education, Mm -hmm. peace. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, equality, all those things are what sh- are what love is. I ask, I marry people all the time, and I ask them all as couples, because I don't care what sex or gender or sexuality they are. I say, "What is love to you?" And in two thousand couples that I've married, I've never once said the same thing. Ah, and isn't that love. beautiful? And that's what I reckon will happen with this podcast and the beauty of the fact that we all know different things for sure and that that changes and depending on the day we're in, on the experience we're having, on the place in our lives where we are, what we know for sure is a evolving thing, isn't it? Yeah, I keep mm-hmm. laughing. Aye. Thank you so much for joining me, Jerry. Thank you, Anne. Thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast by me, Anne Hughes Ignite. If you would like to connect with me, please do that by searching Anne Hughes Ignite across social media. You'll get me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. You can catch my radio shows, which I sometimes refer to in the show, um, by searching Anne Hughes Ignite 
on Mixcloud and you can also catch me on my website at hughesignite.co.uk. If you would like to feature on the podcast, please do get in touch. Again, just use the contact page on my website or if you know anybody that should listen to these podcasts or indeed should be a part of these podcasts, please point them my way. Uh, Podcasts will be uploaded every weekend for you to listen to on uh, Sunday morning. I feel that's the vibe they have got. So I look forward to sharing these conversations with you every weekend and um, to connecting with you on social media if that's where you hang out. Bye.